just want to start this episode off by saying, fuck Dungeons and Dragons. I think Why? it's a bunch of bullshit. Did you guys know that this whole game is make-believe? What? It's not even real. What? There's not even a controller. <laughs> you know you what? It's not real. <laughs> but you know what? If you are into shitty games, there's this great website called Tabletop Loot. If you want to buy little shards of plastic <laughs> to throw at that bald eagle that's swooping down to perform anus on you, then you can fucking use the offer code HITDICEPOD and buy some of that because you're really afraid of birds, you fucking freak. <laughs> And as far as we know, that's exactly how you play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, 15% off of your controller would be great. This is the 20th anniversary of Hit Dice. I'm in episode, guys. It's the 20th episode of Hit Dice. It feels like 20 years. The world's favorite real play Dungeons and Dragons stupid game podcast. (laughs) Patches. (laughs) <laughs> Patches. <laughs> I can't believe we're already at 20. I know. That's exciting. It's kind of weird. That's really fun. Um, so, you know, this episode is brought to you by turning on the AC before your players get to your apartment so that it isn't 80 degrees there. Um, but since that didn't happen, we'll let Tabletop Loot sponsor this one. Head on over to their website. You can pick up any pair of dice. Dice Jail, if those dice don't work out, or if any other inferior dice that you bought from literally anybody else aren't working out well for you. Jail them. Yeah, jail them. Or uh, T-shirts, coffee mugs, uh, soon pictures of all of us, I think. Not signed or anything, but, like, you're welcome. And you can get 15% off of anything you buy from them, entering the code HITDICEPOD. Also, guys, you know... We are on episode 20, and we're still young. We're a young podcast, and we're up and coming. And the, the only way that we're going to grow is by you heading on over to the iTunes store, giving us a five-star review, and letting the whole world know that you have good tastes. Taste? Singular. Taste. And real play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. And if you want the world to know even more so that you have good taste, head over to our website, hitdicepod.com. You know what it also has? Huh. Pictures, like tabletop loot of us. <laughs> That's true. It has pictures of us. You can go to the website and get stickers. Put them on your fucking car. Put them on your friend's forehead. I don't care. Do whatever you want. They're yours now. You can buy those. You can buy the custom pins. Some of them have our logo. Some of them have all our player character names on them. Wait, they have our what? Logo. <laughs> and then others are just like generic, super cool D&D designs all done by yeah, Nina Larson. And, uh, you know, when we first started this podcast, everybody, we made a decision as a group that we would never ask you, our beautiful listeners, to pay us money for free. And so now we have a store. And if you want to support us, you can hop on there, buy any of the materials on there. They are all custom made by us. And they are hellishly affordable. Let's get right into it. Kale's making armpit fart noises. I can do four. Tidy, saddest armpit. I can do. No, it's supposed to be like that. I can do a bunch of aftershocks. (laughs) In the last episode of Hit Dick's Podcast, we fought this. Wait, no, we didn't. We we fought nothing. You walked we fought each other. We, logged, we, we argued, in the woods. We, we argued a lot. It was like a fucking episode <laughs> of the real world up in this beach. And then we talked to this guy who was really fiery and super intense, and his name was Irius, and he was mad that people were not pure bloods. I don't know. I thought it was NeNe Leaks, and it was an episode of Real Housewives of (laughs) Ravensblood. (laughs) 
<laughs> we should absolutely do an offshoot no, of that where all of you just play real, some noble house. Real half elves of Brandon. I've been training my yes. whole life for that, Wes. Um, I'm like, it started as a joke, and when I finished the sentence, I was like, I would play the shit out of that. <laughs> Scrap your plans, that's what we're doing tonight. <laughs> no combat, just drama. And since <laughs> that's our new slogan. <laughs> and since half the episode was us bitching in the woods, which may or may not be the title of the podcast, because, hey, it's right in front of us, um, then we got accosted by this hungry little bitch monster that had its eyeballs face-shifting through the ground, and we were like, I don't want to mess with this shit, but... Motherfucker's drawn up on a map now, so ain't nothing, ain't no getting around. <laughs> yes, so he is. Yeah, he's trying to grab my feet, and we gotta fight him. It's like, well, there's a mini out, so we're gonna address this right now. And, you know, it takes a village to fight a monster, and within that village, the population consists of, to my right, Alan Clark. Playing Patches, the half-elf rogue. Rachel Watkins. Playing Callista, Tiefling Bard. Nina Larson. Playing Adelaide, the half-elf warlock. Also known as the daughter of Adelaide. The daughter of Adelaide, also known as Powerless. <laughs> still still doesn't have any spells. She's going to whack this still thing real good. like a plebe. Just still whack him good. Still powerful in our hearts. <laughs> We're working on it. Jonathan Genong. Who is playing Arvel, the divination wizard gnome. Caleb Hanks. Playing B-dubs, the human bard. I mean, yes. guy on a buffalo, the human ranger. <laughs> and Wes Cordell, playing Sealer's Fine Spindle, the engineering professor at Thingus Spark Spring, and yeah. Volna, the... Volva. And Volna. Viva la Volva. No matter how funny my players think they are, her name is Volna. <laughs> you can't... Viva la Volva is great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of the Hanali Elf so family. <laughs> Long live. Long live. So uh, this thing is reaching out toward all of you guys. You guys are all screaming, Long live the Volva. Adelaide says, <laughs> let's kill this motherfucker. And I assume you all are going to try, even though it hasn't really hurt anyone yet. Sad. Was trying to grab my feet? Let's yeah, see. Kill it. <laughs> it tried to touch me. It's trying to take my crystal frog. This shit you needs to die. Did not ask for consent. It didn't. No. It. First of all, it <laughs> never tried to take your crystal frog. Only guy suggested you feed it to it. Maybe Let's you kill guy then. Yeah. <laughs> Bring pack a fucking lunch and dinner. <laughs> to start this episode out, I'd love it if all of you rolled initiatives. Oh. And since I'm. At level four now, I can add all sorts of shit to my initiative. Neat. Arwell. 21. Guy. Nat one. Okay. Uh, I would like you guys to know that when you roll a natural 20 on initiative, I put a star by your name. When you roll a natural one, I put a negative one beside your name. You don't even get a fancy symbol because you Does don't deserve it. that mean you have to start in two rounds? It means you only get one action on your turn. Patches. Uh, rolled a 12. Callista. 13. 13. Adelaide. Modified 20. Nice. And I believe that's everyone. You and Patches always roll really close to each other on initiative. I don't know if you guys have realized that, but you guys are always like side by side. Because we're hanging. We go way back. Uh, yeah, because you guys are making fun of them, having <laughs> trouble with shit. <laughs> and we're like, oh shit, things are about to happen. Look, you guys, let's read the inside of the Acorn Cat. Oh, wait, fight! <laughs> This is the worst. <laughs> it's the funniest episode, motherfucker. <laughs> if you ain't in the fold now, then why are you listening? Uh, well, why does anyone listen to us? Arwell's up. 
Perfect. So he's below me. For the sake of a new episode, let me describe. It yeah. is let me, me. Let me let me set the stage yeah. for you guys. There is this horrifying rock monster that up until now has not done anything to harm you guys. It has three eyes around all sides of its body. It has a really stumpy body with three arms that come up at the very top of it. And in the middle of all three of those arms is a giant mouth that sits in the middle of them. It has three legs and it can phase through earth and dirt like it's nothing. And those eyes are constantly moving. And when it talks, it sounds like rocks grinding against each other. Sealris and Volna are hiding on the other side of Buffalo. This thing seems to be making them uncomfortable. It's grabbing out at Arwol. And so it makes a little bit of sense that when Adelaide says, let's just kill this fucking thing, Arwol is the first to react. I would like to, um, because I'm kind of fascinated with the red corundum anyway, um, and I know that it kind of empowers fire abilities. And um, I learned how to kind of manipulate fire a little bit on the elemental plane. Um, I'm going to use my new firebolt cantrip, and I'm going to jump up and away <laughs> as he's reaching up for my legs. Mm-hmm. And, um, with, or sorry, with my bonus action, I'm going to pull out the red crown and hold it in my... Uh, Regular hand? No, my gloved hand okay. with my arcane focus. Yeah. I'm going to kind of charge it, and with my other hand, I'm going to use a hopefully powered up fireball see if that actually works yeah i'm going to use a fireball onto its hand yeah so as this hand is reaching out toward you you guys see arwell jump up and i i'm assuming this cloak you were i'm kind of keeping under it but it can just kind of be like underneath you see a hand like okay uh so roll roll to hit oh uh, it's a nine. A nine does not hit. So this fireball uh, bolt is much bigger than a normal one. A normal one is like, seriously, it's like an arrow if it had fire. Yeah. And it, this one seems much bigger. You can hear it as it comes out of Arwell's hand, but it scorches the earth as this thing really quickly moves its hand to the side. It is not, for what it's worth, fully out of the earth yet. So as far as flavor goes, only its arm and eye are showing. As far as mechanical rules go, it is in half cover because it is not standing in front of all of you. It's moving through this stone. Adelaide, you are up. And Callista's on deck. So guess what I can do, guys? Nothing. I'm going to run around everybody. I'm going to, so Arwell's jumping back and I'm right behind Arwell. So I'm going to move around him a little and I'm going to play some whack-a-mole and use my cross. My, He's coming up out of the ground. He's like, what now? <laughs> I'm going to use my quarterstaff and just whack him on the head out of the ground. 16 to hit. 16 does not hit. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yeah, so Adelaide goes to whack this thing, and its arm just, its arm like its arm is sticking up out of water in a pool, just, it moves through this ground. Callista's up, Patches is on deck. Okay, um, Callista would like to cast Bane on it. Ooh, interesting. So it needs to make a charisma saving throw. Oh! That's uh, an 18. That's well, good. damn. Things more charismatic than I thought. No, it just really high. just like it's coming out of the ground. Like, hey, God, I'm alive. I'm okay. I've got three arms. Please give me rocks, treat. Anything else, Callista? Insulted by that. Um, I'm just gonna stare at it, mystified, because that should work. Three. So three of you have tried to hit this thing after Adelaide said, "Let's just fucking kill it." All completely unsuccessful up until this point. Patches, you were up. Guy, you will eventually be on deck. Movement. 
I'm in the road. I'm running around a tree. This is right next to the road. Um, it's a big tree. It seems like it's a big tree. It is uh, 10 feet in diameter. Um, and I'm going to hide behind it. So it's actually a 17 to hide. So I'm chilling behind this tree. I guess I'm, I'm going to write P Dog on the top of my initiative sheet and write a 17 by your current sneak. And then I'm going to sneak attack. You're going to try. I'm going to try to sneak attack. <laughs> Uh, with my short bow. It's cool. It works. You can roll advantage. Is a sneak attack advantage? No. I keep making sneak that attack, up. Sneak attack, if it hits, I can add 2d6. Right, uh, and you damage. get sneak attack if you have but, advantage. I mean, like, I'm glad everybody's concerned about this, but what I rolled was a nat 1 <laughs> to oh, sneak attack. Oh, <laughs> real? I rolled a nat 1 <clears throat> to attack this thing, so, yes. So, Pages, you go behind this tree, and you pull this arrow back, and this <laughs> this <laughs> arrow, everyone is packed so tightly together. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Perfect for a dice I have. You hit Adelaide with this oh, arrow. Oh my god, I'm gonna pass out. Uh, roll your damage on that. Oh, oh fuck, I'm out. How about if you like kill her? <gasps> it can't kill her. Okay. No, roll regular damage. It's not a sneak attack. It's okay. like barely grazing okay. her. All right. It's just an unfortunate thing. It's oh. a one. Do I add my shit to it? It's a regular attack. <laughs> oh, god. Okay, so it's a six. Goodbye! So you guys have this huge debate over whether you're gonna kill this thing so Adelaide can get the last blow. And then Oh my god! And then three of you three of you go to hit it, all three of you miss, and then as Adelaide is like recovering from her attack and about to do another one, an arrow just from out of nowhere sinks into her shoulder. We were just becoming and, friends. Yeah, and you guys just see her body slump over and onto the ground. Adelaide, you are unconscious. As this happens, this thing is after Arwul, and you see its hands, two of them, it's like they reach up and out of the earth, and you can see it rippling around them and grinding as it does, it grabs it, and its full body pulls up in front of you as you are standing beside this. It is going and to- And I had been sleeping. Um, it's going to roll a four. Okay, on its first attack, it will roll a four, which is a miss. On the two following attacks, it oh will roll normally. The first attack is, is, well, the first attack is a four. The second is a 24. And the third is a 13, which beats. hits you. So you get hit two times by this thing. And Shit. you all three of its arms are just swinging out at you. And it does eight damage to you as its claws oh. just rake across you. I thought it was going to be lost. So Volna... Volna steps out from behind Buffalo, and as she does, she just under her breath, for those of you who are near her, you can hear her say, enough. And as she does, she raises her hands up, and you can see this green ichor start to float around them. And even without material components or an arcane focus, she pushes it out, and it just like slime stretches from her hands and wraps around this thing. And it absolutely hits this thing. And as it wraps around it, it is going to do two damage to wow. this creature. But you you see this green ichor dripping off of this, and then uh, Sealers runs around and he's pulling that thing off of his back, and you see him, like, he bends down and he gets on one knee and he sets it on his other knee, and he just says, hold fast, friends, and he pulls this trigger, and you just hear, like, 
as three of these things shoot toward this monster. The first is a miss. The second is a miss. And the third is, holy shit, he rolled so fucking low all three times. <laughs> These things it's feel like first all around it, and he's like, quest. and he's like, and Sealers is like, oh, uh, it's the first time I've used it. Hang on, let me reload it. It'll oh. be just a moment. He's like, I've never had this problem before. <laughs> Guy, you are up. I'm at disadvantage within five feet of a arrow shooting at this thing. So you're still ten feet away from it. So I could shoot him with the arrow. Yes, you could. I would like to do that. I rolled a nine, which is an eighteen. An eighteen does not hit. Are you fucking kidding me? This thing is. Not in half cover anymore. Also, it is standing in front of you, and an 18 does not hit it. An 18 does not hit it? We gotta go. Isn't it big? No, it's like, it's like medium sized. It's like as big, it's about as tall as guy is sitting on buffalo. I'm not comfortable with that. But imagine trying to shoot a rock with an arrow. Yeah. Is what I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. We can't beat this. No, we can. Elemental shit. Like, use like fucking. Pour some water on it, like in Pokemon. Now that that we're in the shit, I'm like, maybe someone will hire on the mantle. Well, my book said nothing about the shit. What is the earth susceptible to? That's a very good question. I don't know, but fire salamanders do not take well to water. <laughs> How do you fight the ground? <laughs> Guy, you do not hit this. And for what it's worth, no one has advantage on this thing anymore because it is no longer being flanked. So Guy misses this thing. He pulls his crustacean bow back, and as he pulls it back, you see, you guys see Guy pull this bow back, and as he looses this arrow, it flies toward it, and you see a little chip of a seashell come off of this bow as he's pulling this thing taunt and that tension comes onto it. You just see a little chip fly off of this bow. We are back to the top. Arwul, you are up. Adelaide, you are on deck to roll death saving throws. Fuck. Do I know how fast it moves from the book at all? Yeah, absolutely. You would know that it can move 20 feet above ground and underneath the ground. Just 20 feet? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty slow creature. It's it's kind of, it's uh, it's... Lumbering and a little awkward. All right, I'm gonna, like we can easily outrun this. All right, then I'm gonna reach out in front of it um, and do shocking grasp. That does not hit. Arul's like, hey, we could run from this thing if you guys want. And he goes to reach out to touch it, and you do. Your hand hits it, and as that electricity discharges, it's yeah. just like looking at you, and you can see that drool coming out and over the sides of its mouth. Adelaide, make your first death saving throw. Adelaide, uh, no, um, um, well, I'm using my. <laughs> Other, like, my movement okay. to run 25 feet away. because You'll take an attack of opportunity. Uh, I'm going to go for it. Fuck it. I'm going to okay. go 25 feet away. It, it attacks Arwul. That's a 16. Instead of those three arms coming out, those three arms go around you, and that mouth opens up and clamps down onto Arwul. And as those teeth wrap and rake around you, it's going to do... 14 damage as its teeth just pierce into your sides. You're where I was before Patches hit me. And this thing just roars out as you're running past it and it's grasping at you trying to figure out where you are. For help. Adelaide, roll a death saving throw. Again, I know you're used to this. Six. Adelaide uh. slips a little deeper into her sleep that she is. Arwell's like, in. should we run? And Adelaide's like, <gasps> yeah. Um, you you all see Adelaide. Her breathing at first it is she hits the ground and then you notice that her breathing becomes spastic, like <laughs> like she's having trouble pulling breath as she's sitting on the ground. You can see her body convulsing on it. Callista, you were up. Hey, Callista <laughs> is going to run around, keeping sort of a distance, looping around our foe here, uh-huh. um, not getting in range of it. 
Uh, what she's saying, listeners, is she's staying just far enough to not get an attack of opportunity. Exactly. <laughs> I am 10 feet away at all times or more. Yeah. And I'm going to make loop around. I have just enough movement, actually, to get to Adelaide from that across the street there, mm-hmm. um, up against the little cliff where we are. And I'm going to cast um, Cure Wounds on her. Yes. <gasps> Bless you. You yeah. see her in her traumatic state. Literally traumatic, yeah, not I'm, Facebook traumatic. I'm like, the whole point of this was to help you. So, And I'm going to actually cast that at second level. <gasps> so, Tell us what do, that means. Um, that, at second level, um, the healing increases by 1d8 for each spell slot level above first. So I get to roll 2d8s Ooh. for you, and we add my mod. You want to blow on those? Loud enough for the listeners. Sorry. Not going to try to assist. Nice. Nice. What was it? That's a six and a seven. Plus my spell casting modifier. That's really good. Which is a three. (gasps) So 16. 16. You have 16 health, Adelaide. (gasps) Life flows back into your body. And though you still have this arrow in your shoulder, you just pull that motherfucker out. I am on the ground looking scared. Yeah. I I see Arwol is hurt. I'm ready to go. Like, if he's not doing well, we should probably run. He's like my you know, my litmus test. Patches, you are up. Rockman is on deck. Guy, you'll be up soon. Adelaide gets fucked up. Calissa's over there helping Adelaide. I'm going to fully ah. run over to this thing, and I'm going to sneak attack. It bites at Arwol, and he's able to get away from it, so his teeth just rake on him, and when that happens, he's like, oh, fuck, and, like, starts to run. And so Arwol's running, and Patches is doing what? Sorry? And so I'm doing Seek Attack because Adelaide is within five feet, and, she's and now. Guy is within five feet. Guy is not within oh, five guy's feet. Oh, it's okay. feet. Whatever. Anyway, You see Adelaide get up, and you see your opportunity, and Patches is going for it. So I'm going to try to stab this thing in the vagina dentata. Oh, hi. It is a... <laughs> yes. 17 plus. 24 yes. to hit. 24 hits. Okay. Son of God. I mean, if that so. didn't <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So, first attack. Eight damage. Oh, this is your new sneak attack damage, right? Yes. Nice. So Which wasn't that great because I rolled yeah, but... one for my initial damage. And then for my second attack, because I'm just going to stab it again. And just be standing there right in front of it. That confidence. That is a 19. 19 hits? Yes. Okay. Okay. At least, so 18 doesn't It's still hits. a 1. It's one more damage. <laughs> and you rolled 1 both times. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So Patches comes in, and as this thing is moving, he is able like, to. I'm gonna fucking do so much damage, and then I didn't. Uh, the first hit, though, I mean, you feel like you didn't do a lot because your roll is higher now, but that's still a lot of damage. And as you come into this thing, Patches comes running around. Adelaide, you're shambling back to your feet as Callista is giving you these words of encouragement, just like a bard, like, get up! This is your moment! And Adelaide stands up and rips this arrow out, and her wounds are magically healed. Patches sees his opportunities. You stand up and comes in, and you maybe I don't even think it's like a one-two. I think you use one dagger to distract it, and then the other gets a little bit of a better hit as you just plunge it in between some of these rock-like scales on this thing. And it does just like, like scream out as Patches is standing beside it. Speaking of which. As my uh, bonus action, can I, I'm going to disengage, because I can do that as a bonus action. Step five feet away from it? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so Patches disengages, and as soon as you do, this thing is right Perfect. on you yes. and Buffalo. I it just seems... 
Uh, you get an, Adelaide gets an attack of opportunity, but it seems enraged as you hit it with this, and his Arwul gets out of its reach. Patches steps back, and you guys all hear him go, perfect. <laughs> but um, Adelaide, roll your attack of opportunity as this thing leaves your threatened space. Do I, I add, what, strength to it? That's it. Well... It's a nine. Adelaide, you fucking nailed this thing, but your staff just bounces right off of it. Like you hit a baseball bat against the floor. Like it just ping, like hits right off of it. Yeah. Uh, And it comes over toward Patches. It is going to, its arms are flailing, holy shit. Its arms are flailing, and one of its arms is coming right at your face, Patches. You see that thing closing in, but so are the two of its other arms. And it's one of its arms just hits that arm in its rage, and it smacks it out of the way, and you hear it scream, and you are going to take zero damage. Hell yeah! Yeah. Hell uh, yeah! Volna steps up, and once more, that green ichor has not left her hands. And as that green ichor is sitting there, she holds her hands out in front of her, and you see that green, slimy ichor turn red. Bright, beautiful red. And it forms in between her hands, and as she does this, shapes it sharply. And you all see a gem sitting in the middle of her hands yes. and she and she just says let's see how hungry you are and as she holds it in front of her she says come and get it uh, and she's holding this gem out in front of her it's just floating like lazily on the top of her hands uh, Sealris is fiddling with his weapon. He's pulling these bolts out of his back. It seems like it's taking his entire turn to reload this thing. So he's sitting there trying to reload this, and he's like, uh-uh, keep him busy. I'm, I'm almost done. <laughs> so he's like reloading this thing, and you can see him like pulling on these uh, like tension hydraulic suspensions to get these bolts back in. One he's doing his best. Guys, up. <laughs> I'd like to use my inspiration to <clears throat> rope the creature's Arm. Okay. I, it, it should be dexterity right. plus proficiency. So your roll plus your dex mod plus proficiency. Okay. Um, like when Patch uses his thieves tools, essentially. Because you're like a cowboy. Yeah. 19 Skills. on the first roll. 19 on the second <laughs> What are you rolling two for? Uh, I use my inspiration. Mm. You have successfully, as it hits its other arm, you see it fly back. And as this thing flies back and Volna is taunting it with this gem in her hands, you see it reach out, and then all of a sudden just, you see this rope tied tightly around his hand and pull it back, and its mouth just opens and roars out, and you see its other two hands toward Arwul, just grasping like this. Toward me? Yeah, toward Arwul, just grasping, and then it turns toward Volna, and its hand is pulled behind it. Guy, you have successfully grappled this thing. Nice. And I will wait till my next turn if I get one to do the rest of the plan. Arvel's up. Um, I am going to move another fifteen <laughs> feet back. Arvel's like, no, fuck this. I ain't feeling I'm good still. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to move fifteen feet back, and I am going to once again grasp the red chronom in my left hand, and I'm going to send a fireball out toward the creature. Roll your attack. Do it, Anakin. Do it. Given to your power. I'm gonna use my inspiration. 20. It's lower. Um, 
16. I think that it's fair to say that Arwul is a bit frazzled after, because when this thing went to bite you and you snuck out of its mouth, you were quite literally enveloped by this thing as it bit around you, and Arwul is a little shaken, and you know it's after this corundrum, and you're using it to try and, uh, you're using it as a conduit for your power, and you know it knows you have it, and Arwul's just like backing up as you all are trying to get this thing away from him. This firebolt launches into a tree that is not far away from you guys. Who wants to have the, uh, since it's your firebolt, feel free to draw a fire in this tree. Here, this yeah. tree? That's so far off. Yeah, or this one. No. No. Oh. <laughs> no, not that tree. Oh. That's fun. I like when stuff it's catches on fire in the tree. You do like to burn everything uh, around us when we miss Adelaide, it. welcome back. Um, so I... Seeing patches, okay, I would like to first and foremost roll perception to see like if it was very affected by patches stabbing it. Mm-hmm. That's in that one. Uh, you you were literally your vision is tripled because you were passed the fuck out. And as, I'm like Devlin, Devlin. Yeah. I see as my your vision is coming back together. You don't even notice patches hitting it. Yeah. You throw up a little bit, and because you rolled a natural one, you were gonna get disadvantage on your you, attack. You get you well, throw up out of your nose a little bit. So I get disadvantage on an attack because I rolled a perception net one. Right. Okay. Well, I'm flanking, so I'm gonna just roll net normally. Right. Okay. Not 20. Yes! Yes! This net 20 brought to you by Tabletop Loot. If you go to Tabletop Loot and enter in the code hip dice pod, you can roll net 20s like me. 15% off. 15% <laughs> I feel like you need to kill this thing, so I would love it if you flavored this. Okay, so, wait, am I gonna kill it? No, but your vision is oh, coming yeah. back, and you're, my it just, is you just, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, So my vision oh, is... No, bitch, you're not going to kill okay, it, but relax. just... <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. It's a 1918. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I'm in the midst of the brink of death, and I just feel this power coming to me again, and all of a sudden I am brought back, and I see my friends around me, and I'm just bolstered with this life, and I'm like, I have to do this for them. And I stand up, and I grab my quarterstaff, and I'm seeing triple of everything, and I'm struggling, and I'm wobbling over to this thing, and it comes into focus, and I just have this bloodthirsty craving, and I grab my quarterstaff with two hands, and I whack it as hard as I can on its head. How much damages do you do? Oh, and it is versatile. I can use yeah, it's hands for it. Yeah. But I get max plus because I rolled a nat 20, right? That's correct. So eight plus six. Plus <gasps> 14. So 14. Yeah. So uh, just so that everyone knows, our house rule here at Hit Dice is that when you roll a natural 20 on an attack, you get a full damage dice, and then you roll your regular damage plus any bonuses you get to it. Adelaide, you have hit it for 14 whopping damage, which is a shit ton. And Adelaide, you you see Patches hitting this thing, but as he's hitting this thing, you realize that he's having a really hard time, but he finally finds a place where his dagger can get in between this thing's natural armor. Adelaide notices its eyes all around it, and she comes in teeth gritted and just hits it right in the fucking eye. Ooh, that's good because of all the eyeballs with my patron. Like, she's, like, seeing all of the eyeballs from her, and she's, like, having this weird, like, she's near to death, and she sees all those eyeballs that turn towards her when she was in that weird fey place, and she sees this creature. all of them, all of them close except one, and you just go for that thing, and you just whack it with the staff, and it has one of its arms pulled behind it, and a tree is on fire over here beside you. (gasps) 
Patches, you are up. I am going Guys to you. Thank you for bringing me back to life. Hey, no, no okay. I'm just going to attack <laughs> it. I'm going to attack it. Um, since I'm standing right next to it, I am flanking it. You and Adelaide are flanking it. Mm-hmm. So first attack is an 18. Doesn't hit. Second attack is a 17. You guys are having a hard time getting through this thing's natural armor. Mm. Um, as your dagger bounces off of it. Bonus action, I'm going to disengage. <laughs> Bye, Adelaide. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to use my movement to come back <laughs> over here next to this tree that's beside the road and be away from this thing. It's the same tree, listeners. <laughs> this thing is roaring out. And, guys, just for what it's worth so that you know what your rope is doing at this moment, it has three attacks on its turn. As long as it is roped, it will only have two attacks. We're mm-hmm. done. Cool. It is going to run over to Volna. She's holding this gem in front of her. One of its arms is still pulled behind it, but the other two lash out at her. And the first attack is a miss. The second attack is also a miss. So Volna really confidently holds this gem in front of her, and her hands are glowing red, as is this gem that is just floating between them. This thing roars out, and its first one comes in, and she sidesteps it. The second one looks like it's going to hit her, and Guy pulls back on that rope and just gets it off of its course. This thing is in a tight spot, to say the least. Volna holds this minor illusion, in front of herself, and with this gem, she just screams out. It's the first time you all have heard her raise her voice. She says, if you want it, come and get it! And she's just like face to face with this thing and just like screaming at it with this gem in front of her. Sealris, you hear him say, that's the way, you tell him. And he pulls this crossbow up onto his leg one more time. And he pulls that trigger. It's this big metallic just lever on the bottom of it. The first is a miss. The second is a natural one. And so as he shoots this thing to the side, his last attack his last attack would have hit, so I'm just going to cancel it out. Yeah, um, but you see these three arrows, uh, three bolts. One hits the ground, and then he corrects it really quickly, and it just bounces off of these two rock-like scales on top of it. Oh, oh, oh my. I, I, I thought this would be more useful. Let me try one more time. Hold on. Keep it busy. And he turns around <laughs> and starts like, load, he pulls these bolts out of his back and loads them Love into them it. So and you notice when the one that stuck into the ground, the other two bounced off and you don't see them, but the one that made impact with something, the first one that did, you see smoke fizzling out of it where it like lodged into the ground right there in front of it. Guy, you were up. Arbel's on deck. As my free action, I'd like to say, casters, start your arcane focuses. And I take the rope and I wrap it around Buffalo's horn things. And I say, I say, Buffalo, charge. And so oh, yes! <laughs> Buffalo. Yes. Well, well, it's not completely over. I know. I hope it, I hope it works. Oh, so the Buffalo. Needs to roll a strength check. All right. Buffalo has a humongous strength, so this will probably work out well for him. Uh, 13 plus 5? You win. Okay. <laughs> runs this way. Which way? This way towards the water. Uh-huh. Okay, so, listeners, there was a river just past the trees that Patches is hiding behind. Buffalo has this Zorn earth elemental behind it. And I scream, heal! And hold the rope as tight as I can around where it's, like, locked in his horns. Hoping that he, like, stops and the momentum of us dragging him throws him into the water. 
Yeah, the momentum of that does not drag him into the water, but as he hits the ground and he's struggling and his arms are getting wrapped up, he does come just to the edge of it beside you and he's struggling to push himself up and back toward you. But this thing is right on the edge of this river that's just rushing by you and you can hear that water as you're up close to it. Patches, you're like kind of not hidden anymore because they're on this side of you. And so Patches hides behind this tree and then all of a sudden Buffalo comes barreling through here with this thing behind it and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Arwell, you are up. Yes. You already have inspiration, don't you? I used it, but I'll take another. Yeah, you get inspiration. That was a lot of fun. Thanks. Anytime you guys made me go, whoa, that's really fun, you get inspiration. Um, it's not touching the water at all? No, it's less than five feet away from it. Though. I love oh, so it it's not. Okay. Um, I'm going to move my full movement and move up toward where Buffalo... So Arl very far away from everybody. Arl is so far away from everybody. <laughs> but after moving my 25 feet toward, I am... I'm within 60 feet. Yeah, I'm going to... Summon a fire elemental? <laughs> what? No. We're not doing that? I'm gonna do Hell that. Pop. Doesn't the correct Hey, I'm back <laughs> and judgmental as ever. <laughs> Coming from the person who wanted, who Did currently still wants to get rid of the corundum. Okay, um, I'm going to cast Mind Spike on him. <gasps> Love Mind Spike. Alright. <sighs> it's a save. Low in, high what is in, he one in the middle. Um, wisdom. It absolutely fails. Excellent. Um, it takes 10 damage. Yeah, I am. Kind of flailing a little bit, but then I like kind of like try to center myself and I'm going to go into my like divination self and I'm going to try to center on it specifically and reach into its mind and just fully exploit its sensibilities and just like fears and just like pull in all this anxiety and just like yeah psychic damage and whatever like yeah you're you're just like fucking with this yeah. thing is this spike hits it and you guys can see this thing it's on the ground and it's almost in this really pitiful state because it did not attack you all you all attacked it and it's just reaching for these gems and Arwul is fucking with its mind and buffalo is dragging it toward the river and it's just reaching out toward these gems just drooling and you can see it just like like screeching out as its hands are grabbing and trying to stand up and it's being pulled back but then you see its brain just rack as Arwell hits it with this mind spike and it screams out on the side of this river and is trying to stand up but you can see Arwell concentrating on it his hand with the glove on it out the corundum is oh no the corundum's in your metal hand yeah. your regular hand is out in the other you can see this black energy and it's like Transitioning and gradient between purple sitting on this thing. Adelaide's up. Callista on deck. God, I wish I had my powers, but I don't. So I'm gonna run forward towards where Buffalo dragged it to the river, and this thing is grasping out, and I'm gonna attempt to just whack a mullet on the head again. Lessons. 18. Oh no, it's not a hit. God, I was so close. Adelaide comes up and Damn you hit, shackles. and you're feeling good. Oh, Damn you would have got a 19 with shackles. Oh, that sucks. Also, haha. You hit it, and your quarter staff just bounces off of this so thing. Cool. And as it happens, Callista's up. Um, I'm going to make my way across the street because everybody keeps running across the road from me every single round. Still rhymes. I'm into it. Making my way down the street, across the round. And I'm going to attempt vicious mockery on it just to see. <gasps> I love this. If that work. Make it rock. Just whatever it is, make yeah. it rock. Rock. 
<laughs> Make it rock. <laughs> Say we will, we will rock you. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> For those about to rock. We will we kill you. Oh my god. What if she said, for those about to rock, and she went, fire! And Arwell like held the corundum up and that oh. fire elemental came up. Hell fucking. I god. would give everyone inspiration. Oh, yeah. But I came up with it, so no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I was one away from hitting this creature. How sad. It happened to me too, dog. It feels bad. Especially it when you were banking on that net bad. 20 with your bow of crabbling, which is gonna split in half if I use it again. Yeah, you need to mend that shit before you use I'll it. make sure we do that. We were too busy, busy bitching in the woods before. I just feel like talking is a free action, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you have to use your arcane forkist. Forkist? You have to use your arcane sporkist. Spoon and leads to forking. <laughs> you have to use your arcane forkist to, to do the mending thing, right? Nope. What? She can do it. It's a, it's a bracelet. cantrip, right? You do what? It's a bracelet. Oh, you have the bracelet of mending. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry, Callista, please bracelet. save us. So, as I run across, brandishing my sword above my head, a little bit flustered that my spell didn't take earlier, coming across the road, I peek around a tree and I say, "Hey, stony ass, you're the feces that's created when shame meets too much stupidity." It's <laughs> <laughs> like. She's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Callista. river and dissolve. That is, he, he saves against that, correct? He has to save against that. That's a natural one. <laughs> yes. Bam. So is that like a natural 20 for that's her? That's fantastic. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, so so you're going to get full. A string of insults laced with subtle enchantments. Mm. So you get, basically on a spell, the way that this happens, you, you're just going to get full damage. You don't have to roll anything. Okay. It's just full damage. Well, he doesn't take a whole lot, but he takes 1d4 psychic damage, so 4. 4. And has disadvantage on its next attack <sighs> roll. Well, you know, Calissa, that's interesting because his attack is right after Patches, who oh. is up. Hey, me. Fuck yes, so I am like, ugh, fuck. You're not I'm, laughing about what Calissa just said? Because she just ragged on this dude. <laughs> right? Oh, <Hard. laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm like, ugh, fuck of what I'm about to try. Um, so, <laughs> we have... I'm excited. 25 feet of rope? You have 25 feet of rope total. The other 275 feet of rope that your entire it's group has is hanging the, from the dragon's walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh I'm my going, god. I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna try it. Cheap. It's and I run so over to this earth creature. And I'm just gonna try to just like fully grapple it. Like fully just You're gonna like, try and wrestle this thing to the ground? Yeah, I'm just gonna try to like tie its arms. Like, I'm just going to try to just, like, quickly, using my fast hands, which allows me to use an object as a bonus action. Um, and nice. <laughs> um, that is how you use fast hands. Um, and I'm going to try to fucking just, like, tie it up. Okay, and with the rope the guy already has around its wrist? Yes. Okay. So Patches comes over, and he's, like, ha-ha, laughing at Callista a little bit, and then tries to <laughs> rope those fucking fast hands around it. You are going to make a dexterity check. You can also use your proficiency because you have fast hands. I'm not going to tell you what this thing gets. That is a 19. You win. <laughs> <laughs> so I tie this thing up and I look at Adelaide and I say, yes. have your way with it. Oh, this thing's arms are tied above its head. You guys are all <laughs> surrounding it. It doesn't look dead, but it's not looking good either. And as this thing's turn comes up... Oh, it, that's a bonus action, so I am oh going to stab god, it. Oh my god, what? Am, yeah, I mean, I am going to stab it one time. 
Okay. Yeah. Roll you just it. Just want to it once. And you're gonna oh, get so you're, you got advantage, I think, right? Just in the face. Yeah, if it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. Okay. It doesn't hit. So Patches is like, this thing's all yours, and goes to hit it with the dagger and just bounces off, and he's like, like I said. <laughs> this thing is gonna to try to break out of these bindings, and as its hands do, they go to rip out of it, and they can't. It also cannot make a mouth attack because its hands are pulled up over its mouth. It's in the center of its head. And you see this thing's eyes, for what little sorrow and horror it can show, you see it just pleading with all of you as it's grinding and its eyes I'm are Adelaide, I'm like, so don't sad. even fucking care, do it. And, and Volna, Volna just drops her hands to her side and that gem that's in the middle of them disappears, that color around it disappears. Sealus finishes locking and loading that triple crossbow that he has and he puts it on his knee, and he looks over to Adelaide really quickly. Guy, you're up. Arvel's on deck. Uh, how close is its head to the water? The whole thing is real close to the water. I have the buffalo. How, like, how raging is the river? The river is raging. It's got white water, you know what I'm saying? It's the Okoli. Uh, if, the buffalo, if, the, if, if the buffalo were to like walk a little bit closer to the water, and I were to kind of pull my rope kind of top. Can I get his head under the water? You can roll strength against him and see if you can. I do not win. I don't know. What'd you get? A net one. Oh, yeah, you don't win. <laughs> guy goes, guy goes oh, yeah. to pull him into the water, and as you do with that natural one, this thing pulls its wrists down as Guy is pulling it and scoots its body up toward the water, and then its teeth just clamp down on that rope, and it rips it, and its arms come yeah. free. And it stands up in front of you, guy. Arwol is up. It has to have a lot more HP. I don't. I want you to kill it. How's it looking? So-so. Yeah. If it was milk, it'd be half and half. I'm going to hit it. I am going to kind of like study myself a little bit more and think about like my last dreams and try to make sense of everything. And I am going to. Was holding the rope firm a standard action though? Yeah, you still have to roll against it because the thing's struggling against you. Like, it's not just like, I guess I'm caught. Yeah, <laughs> you know? um, uh, yeah I'm going to study myself and I'm going to move ooh, 15 feet closer toward everything that's happening. Um, and yeah, once again, I'm going to like center myself and try to make sense of all the dreams I've been having lately and realize how I'm going to do this. And I'm going to, once again, take the red corundum from my hands and I'm going to release a firebolt with increased power yeah. and hit it at that and I'm going to roll a natural or a 14 base plus my seven and which I'm is going to roll a natural 20 yeah. <laughs> which absolutely hits yeah nice um, so it's a 1d10 what do I add to it since I'm holding my chronum and using its power it uh, it essentially doubles any fire damage okay. right so, on Arwell that's awesome Bye-bye, um, Adelaide. Feel. You guys see will miss two of these firebolts, and then he sits there, and you guys see him go to throw another one, and he hesitates for just a second, and you see him close his eyes, and with his eyes closed, he just releases this firebolt at this thing, and it slams into this motherfucker as it's sitting writhing on the ground and breaking these ropes. 10 damage. 
This thing is much worse for wear. You see the rocks starting to peel away from it. I, I meant to do something on my turn that I totally forgot about. <gasps> Retroactive. Sorry, can I retcon a bit? Will you allow it? I'll allow it this I, time. I intended to use my bonus action to give Bardic Inspiration to Adelaide for her next yes. turn coming Solid. Up. That's a solid retcon. Yeah. Arwell, good-ass turn. You see the rocks start to fall away as this flame oh, engulfs it. You see this? these flames engulf this creature as it's breaking this rope, and Arwell's eyes are closed and just held out to it. Sealers is reloading his crossbow bolts. Adelaide, uh, Callista speaks out to you, and she says, what would you like to say? Um, I say, Adelaide, you beautiful darling, you do not need your power, but I know that you want to have it. Take this inspiration, get back to your patron, do all the beautiful things, write your story. Speaking of inspiration, take some, Rachel. Hey, thanks. Adelaide, you're up. All right. One last cantrip to Flavor Town. One. (laughs) 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 Am I considered flanking it with Buffalo? You are not flanking it. Can I shuffle over to here to flank? So, as we're all centered, it's me and Patches and Buffalo centered on this creature by the river, and I shuffle a little bit over past Patches to get on one side of it so that he's distracted a little as this rope is coming out of him and he's looking at Patches and I'm sneaking around behind him to come and do the only thing I can do, which is whack him with my quarterstaff, but I'm feeling bolstered by my friends. Mm -hmm. I am feeling like if I can use this bardic beautiful music in my head to make this hit happen, I want to make it happen. So you're rolling advantage with bardic inspiration. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> gotta take everything you got. <laughs> Use it all. 21 to hit. A 21 hits. Yay. Roll your damage. Four damage? Yeah, four damage. This thing just like... You, you see Adelaide just hit this thing and it hits the ground one more time. It is still alive. No, we were so It is. Callista, you are up. Patches is on deck. I am going to attempt Bane on it again. Okay. Let it do its charisma saving throw. That is a nine. Thank God, it is Bane. It's Bane! <laughs> Bane! 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 This lasts for a full minute, and any time it makes an attack roll or a saving throw, it has to roll a d4 and subtract that from its roll. I'm it's hungry. It's got Bane. It's Bane. It's Bane. Anything else, Callista? Good. And just for good measure, I want to... Inspire Adelaide again. Yes. Thank you. Bless you. I'm Adelaide say, needs it. I'm going to say, damn it, girl, you were a badass. You hit that thing with your stick again. We will kill this together. <laughs> with a stick. Patches. I'm like, man, this thing is really comfortable on the ground and being a part of the earth. But I'm like, what if it's way less comfortable if it's trying to maneuver 100 ball bearings? <laughs> 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 and so I grab out a big handful of 100 ball bearings and just sort of just like, just like let them roll out and underneath this Here's thing. the deal. <laughs> it's also right next to a river. Here's the deal. It was absolutely going to attempt to escape its next turn, and this is going to make it way harder for it. So I'm definitely going to get Patches' inspiration for that. And instead of it getting away, I'm going to make it roll to see if it can get away through these ball bearings. Nice. Nice turn. 
And it's going to be um, a disadvantage. Bonus action, I'm going to hide behind this tree. Pat <laughs> just throws out these ball bearings, basket. like laughs, runs behind the tree. We're totally all hanging out under a burning tree. Oh my god. This Did thing goes to... Uh, sorry, tell me your sneak. Uh, that was a 22 stealth roll. <laughs> nice stealth patches. This thing goes to get underground, and you see its three legs slipping on these fucking ball bearings. And as it does, it just can't seem to meld perfectly with the ground underneath it. And you guys see it phasing in and out of the earth, and it's just kind of spit back out of it. It screams out on its stomach, and it reaches out toward Arwol, its hands grasping, its mouth drooling, that eye looking crazily around it. Volna sees that it's not dead still, and she pulls her hands up in front of her, and as she does, you see this green slime trailing behind them, and she pushes it out toward this thing. Has to make a dexterity saving throw, which it fails, and it's going to take six damage, as it is completely covered in this, and then Sealers is like, uh, okay, this time, I'm feeling it. And he, he sits down on one knee, and he puts his crossbow on it. He, god damn it, dude. We're sorry. He has rolled a natural one almost every single turn, this one specifically. Oh, no. He shoots one, and as yeah. he shoots it's it... kind of adorable. Yeah, he's doing his best. <laughs> um, only for so long, though. Like, uh, so it's, it's great because like she needs the last hit. Patches, you are going to hide behind this tree, and as you do, you're getting behind it, and you just see this bolt like, like right into the side of it by your head. It almost hits you, but doesn't. And then he shoots another one off into the woods, and you just hear him go, and he just... <laughs> grabs this thing, points it right at this creature, and as he does, this bolt just, like, right into it, finally. And as it does, he goes, return from whence you came, and you see his bolt just, like, off the front of this thing as it explodes. And he is going to do... So low all the time. <laughs> Eight damage to this thing. Oh, that, if that's low, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he is. Yeah, that that, and you, you just see the smoke all trailing all over this thing. <laughs> Guy, you are up. Arbel's on deck. This thing, by the way, is looking like if you took a pickaxe and hit a rock with it, this thing is like the equivalent of it. I uh, stand strong and <laughs> it's yeah, pretty strong. Hog tie it. Do whatever you want to do. Well, I don't really want to hog tie it. I want to get a really good fasten on it. Um, so, do I think looking at this creature that if I tried to get Buffalo to shove one of his horns through it and hold him, that I could do it without killing him? I will. You can totally grapple this thing with Buffalo. You want to like yeah. pin it down? No, I want to impale it and hold it. Uh, Let me see Buffalo's sheet. Roll nature. It is a ten. <laughs> With a ten, you think that you could impale this thing and it live through it and Buffalo hold this thing into the ground. So I would roll gore. Yep. And then movement. No, he can't charge. He's not far enough away. You need twenty feet to charge. Right. I'm not trying to get him to charge. Gore's just an attack. It just means he's like raking his yeah. horns across it. Yeah. So you just roll gore. That's and, it. But as a movement action, could he move while he's on the horn? Oh, he can try to pull this thing somewhere. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I'm gonna roll four gore for the buffalo. Before you finish... Is that a nine? You get advantage on this. Oh. Because Adelaide is on the other side of it. Okay, that definitely gets it. So, four, 19. 19 hits! So, what I would like to do is, so his mouth was kind of open, so so he goes to gore him, and his horn hooks him (gasps) right in the mouth like a fish. Yes! And then I, (laughs) as a movement would like Buffalo to just put his fucking head down and hold him under the water. Roll of strength. 
Yes. Oh, Jesus. Hold on a sec. That's low strength. Um, for the buffalo, 19. Total? Yeah. Yeah, you're not able to pull him into the river, but you are able to hold him down onto the ground right there. Roll your damage for Gore. He just pinned him like a fish um, hook through the soft part of his mouth. <laughs> yeah? Six plus... Um, Five, right? Five. Holy shit. This thing, Buffalo pins it, and where its arms were flailing before, they stop and they fall to its side, and this thing is still alive. This earthen ichor falling out of its mouth, its arms are on the ground, and its hands where they were grasping out toward Arwol, they are only grasping on the ground right now, and you can hear it just like those stones grinding inside of its body. They cease as well as this thing starts to give up. However, it is still alive. Malige. (laughs) Arwol, you're up. Um, I'm going to pull out of my backpack and yell out to Adelaide and just like finish it. And I'm going to pull out my fairy fire scroll and cast it on him. Inspiration. Holla, dude. Holy shit, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Adelaide, you this thing, as it does, uh, is, it, is fairy fire the color of your magic? Uh, it's going to be blue. Okay, this brilliant blue flame actually, lights no, on no, it. No, actually, I'm going to yeah. retro that. I am going to, because it's for Adelaide, I'm going to instinctively make this purple magic. Yes! Yes. You see this purple fire light on it, and as it's grasping out toward all of you, you're standing around it, this river is rushing by it. Adelaide, you are up. You have a... Ah, I'm so excited. Okay, well... I wanted to make sure... You have advantage and bardic inspiration. Yes. Okay, before I even make this roll, with the only thing I can do, once again, my quarterstaff, whacking it in the face, I am going to give a little speech. I'm going to say... Same Everyone's thing. like, God damn it. Even <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus is like, I guess. Um, I'm going to roll persuasion. And I'm going to say out into like into the eyes of this begging creature who is obviously in pain and in torture. And I'm going to say into it, I will do your bidding, but I need to know your name. Give me your name. Okay. Persuasion. Bruh. 22. You're trying to speak to this creature. I'm trying to like speak to her page, my patron through this pain and anguish in this creature's eyes. And you hear as you are saying this out to this creature, you hear whispered back to you with your staff poised above this thing, you hear frost mating as this thing speaks out to you. And I say, in the name of the frost maiden, I commit this creature to you. Okay. And I attack. Hopefully you hit. (laughs) Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Okay, well, we're going to take this first one. <laughs> I hit Jess, it's AC. You hit 19. <laughs> no, 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 that's perfect. Um, so Adelaide says, what's your name? Adelaide, you hear her call out, and she says, tell me your name. And then she, you see her hands grip around the staff, and she pulls it above her head, and this thing is roaring out, and it just makes contact with that eye one more time. And as you're coming down, Adelaide, you see its eye close, and all of these eyes open around you, all over this forest. And as she hits, you all see Adelaide's body slump over this thing, but you see this ice crack out from it like a snowflake, and it envelops this thing, and it's gone, and it shatters. And Adelaide, as you stand there, this river freezes. No one else sees this. You all see Adelaide's body slumped over, but you alone sit there. And as you pull yourself up from this thing, you are by yourself, and this river rushes past you, and you see it just 
freeze over and a woman walks across it. It's not the same woman who has visited you all these other times. This woman, unlike the other, has a smile across her face and she looks at you with her head lowered in front of her. She has what looks like a comet flying around her, orbiting behind her the entire time. And where her feet step, eyes don't open, snowflakes and ice cracks and forms as she comes out. (laughs) And she steps out and says, You have done well. I will continue to do well for you, my lady. If you wish to borrow from me, you had better make it so. I will. This day, I am proud of you. And you see a smile crack across her face like the ice is cracking on the river, and she says, You know my name, and it is good to know yours as well, my Frost Maiden. Uh, She places a hand on your shoulder, and as she does, you feel this strength just surge through (laughs) your body. all sorts of new spells that I'm excited to finally use. (laughs) She bends down to you and you can feel her as she whispers in your ear, you can feel her lips touching the skin of your ear as she whispers and she just says, you are not alone. Many people seek my favor. Prove you're the best. I will. Show me what you're made of. (laughs) I'm so happy to. And with that, the ice just fixes back. The river is rushing and your friends are picking you up off of this body. Though in reality, this body has shattered as well and these pieces of it are sitting there. You all have killed this thing. Adelaide, you feel this surge of power through you once more. Her amethyst finger is no longer this dull gem color, but it is coursing with this power as she stands back up. She cracks all of her fingers and her amethyst finger starts glowing and she's like, I'm back, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for your help. I couldn't have done it without you. Um, Oh my god, that's so fucking cool. I'm going to take a health potion. (laughs) (laughs) I got fucked up. (laughs) Is is Uh, a thing in D&D? Yes. That's awesome. Ten. That's awesome. I get full, full, like full, full. Yeah, that's awesome. So you come back and everyone's picking you up and Arwell's <laughs> chugging this potion. Silas is loading his thing and he's like, how embarrassing. Like, as you come back, he's like putting his bolts back into this thing. I saw what was happening. Silas, that's a pretty impressive feat of engineering. Can we talk about it? Uh, yes, of course. Um... It basically, when I pull this trigger and it looks like a little flimsy metal thing as Adelaide's like coming back into it and feeling great. He's like, when I pull this, it reacts all the way down and shoots all three of these things. It's kind of hard to aim because in order to get the system correctly, these things aren't pinpoint, but when it hits, the bullets Can I take I a look and see if I could help you adjust it? Oh, uh, by all means. And I say to the little guy, I'm like, even though you have your trusty mechanical device there, aiming is not about the machine. You and me are gonna have professor? a. You and me are gonna have a lesson out in the no. woods. I feel like Adelaide's somewhere else right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to. What did you roll, Arwol? Uh, what am I adding to it? Uh, it'd be your tinkering kit, so you can roll intelligence plus proficiency plus your roll. It could have been so good. Sucks. <laughs> uh, so, uh, proficiency, intelligence, and roll. Okay. Yeah. Nine. 
Yeah, nine. It's you, sad. It's, no, it's not sad. It's You get this thing, and you realize it's a feat of engineering. Really, it is. And you're like, I would love to learn more about this, but it is already, like, such a feat of engineering. And you know Sealrus is the best of the yeah, best, totally. and, like, how it's incredible really awesome. this thing is. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe if you could get a working bench, you could look at it a little better, but here on the road, you're just not able to help very much. Intimidation. Okay. And say Silrus. Um, and I'm going to use my inspiration. Shoot better next time. Our lives may depend on it. That's solid. That's a 21 and an 8. So 21. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, perhaps you're right. I'm, I'm not used to. I'm not used to. Oh, I am right. Battle like you all are. I'm just. I, this is the first one of the first fights I've ever been in, I'm and this is the first fight that I've ever used my weapon in. I would like to assuage his guilt if I can and be like, "You did great." Um, I'm just like behind. You can roll a persuasion I'm and try to roll higher than patches. Just, like, shaking my head. <laughs> you have to get higher than a twenty-two, right? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Sound that nine? Yeah, he's like, "No, your friend's right. I, I asked to come with you all, and I need to, I need to." Hold my own in combat. Like, if we run into trouble, I should be able to help too. I would like Ori to scream in his ear and then pocket dimension. Yeah, patches. In my ear? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd just mother- like to say, I'm just like glowing with power right now, and I just smile at him in my chilly cold eyes, like bore into his face, and I'm like, Professor, we're so happy to have you. And he's like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do better next time. This is exciting. Um, I'm so excited. Do you have any flame or necrotic spells? I don't. Okay, never mind. I asked Callista to fix my bow crabbling with her mending gauntlet. The bracelet of tacky mending. Yeah, it it, it is really gaudy. It's a gaudy-ass bracelet. I love it. I can mend it, but it will look worse. Adelaide, um, also, also for a it's second. Gonna have sequence. <laughs> um, you said Adelaide, fire? you no, you don't get that. But you do get this spell. As you come back, you have a better understanding of how the world works and how your patron works within it. You are going to receive a spell called Aril's Flowers. You don't have to use it, but you can replace any other spell, including cantrips, to take it. This spell had to be cast upon moisture bearing ground within a range of six hundred feet. It does not work on a terrain that contain no moisture within three feet of the surface, such as dry, sandy, desert, or solid rock. Higher level casters could extend it, but uh, you haven't used it. Until you use it, I won't give you exactly what it does, but shards of ice grow up out of the ground, like spikes within a 50-foot radius, and you can replace any other spell that you have with that if you like. Does it make, like, difficult terrain? Is that... You're not sure? Like, she's offered it to you as like a gift. You said as a cantrip, I can replace it. You can replace any spell you have with well, it. Well, then fuck Blade Ward. Let's do that. Okay, <laughs> I'll let you know how it works next time you use it. What's up, guy? Good. Uh, so she mended my bow crabbling. Yeah, you see those shells come back, and Callista has her really just ugly ass bracelet out, and like everything Callista wears is very tasteful, except for the costume Volna has on, and except for this bracelet, <laughs> and as she holds it out, <laughs> yeah, my bad, maybe I'm wrong, she holds it out, and the shells crack back into place, and this bow, you didn't even notice it because of how many times you've used it, but it has bent back a bit, and it just molds back into the place that it should be. Your bow is fixed. Yay. Yay for my bow. Thank you. Someday I'm going to ask you for a favor. It will 
be... I don't know what you would ever want from me, but you got it. Someday. <laughs> you play if, a mandolin in-game or something? If it is a lap dance, I will just let you know right now, really good at it. <laughs> I am looking forward I to this. Times. <laughs> I love that way. Opposite. <laughs> hey, sometimes the teacher still needs a lesson or two. <laughs> Thank you guys that. so much for helping me. Like, really, honestly... This has been the most incredible adventure of my entire life, and I can't wait to see where it goes next. Adelaide, this is only beginning. Quit getting mushy on me. I'm borderline diabetic. <laughs> and and Silas is like, oh, me too. Me, I'm borderline personality. I've only, I've only, I've only taught up until this point, and I feel like I'm part of the group already. All right, Seriously. nerd. And I mean, but honestly, I feel like we're gonna have to do a lot of elemental planes. And I'm ready for it. And I uh, feel. Now so that you good. Fucking cryomancy and shit. Mm. Adelaide, before we go to sleep tonight, I'm gonna need you to describe literally everything you just saw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'll, yeah, I will. For you. Are you guys walking um, back? Yeah, we're listening to Raven's So I can represent her. In his little cart on Buffalo? No, no, the cart's cart. gone. So you guys are walking out. You do see a store called Boar Belly's quintessential needs, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming you all pass that up because you don't want to do a Oh, do we want to see if it has a posting to Let kill Let me collect thing? a few pieces of that thing that shattered that might look like they came from it. Is okay. there anything identified? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just a few pieces of that, just in case we check the board and see that there was some kind of a bounty out for it. Ah, so you guys are going to the boar after all. Yeah. It's called boar bellies. Boar bellies. So I you like have a few of these pieces, and you walk in, and I'm actually excited you guys went here because I really am excited to introduce you guys to this. <laughs> you guys walk in, and a scruffy man sits behind a counter made of patchwork lumber that seems to be handcrafted by a self-taught carpenter. <laughs> it's hard to distinguish where the hair on the wolf pelt he wears on his shoulder starts and the hair on his back ends. He has thin mutton chops that are only apparent <laughs> because the hair from them is thicker than the hair that appears to be everywhere else on his body. His red cheeks and nose hint at one of two things, sun damage or a state of drunkenness. You're unsure as you walk into this place. There is a man behind the bar and he just says, Ugh. Great, great, greetings, friends. Um, what can I help you with? Hi, um, do you have a bounty board or anything like that in this establishment? I'm a, I'm a huntsman and trapper myself, but I can't handle everything alone. There's a board right behind you, and on the wall opposite of him, there is a board with, like, wanted posters of these creatures that are, uh, have been posted as a bounty. There are four of them. There is a Knoll clan that has been raiding the forest worth 500 gold pieces. There is an Orc tribe that has been ambushing merchants on the road that is worth 400 gold pieces. There is a strange earth behemoth that is taking property and worth 1,000 gold pieces. And then there are rats in Rick's basement that are worth <laughs> one gold piece. Rats. <laughs> 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 I want to take the notice for the strange earth behemoth. Okay. And find out where we should report for that. Do you ask him? Yeah, but who posted this? Uh, some of the some of the farmers further up into the woods, they're raising like zebra grass to make hay bales for the local I don't know, animals. <laughs> they can't buy property because the thing is the property, and it doesn't like him to show up there. Gotcha. Um, how close are they? Can we find them easily from here? 
I'm pretty sure we just killed what they were looking for. <laughs> Doubt it. The thing's like a whole hill or oh, something. We did, bitch. We did. A whole hill? <laughs> it's like a whole hill. It's like the whole hill is the thing and they can't live on it. No, it just moves around in the hill. And he reaches down beneath the counter and you see his head <laughs> go back a bit. And he puts something underneath it and he's like, hey, if you want, you can walk up the road. It's like 20 miles up. There's a foot trail and a cart trail up past here, but only the families that live past here use it. If you guys want to go, you know, go, but I, I don't think that you killed it. I feel like we would know about it. It literally just happened. How would you know about it? Well, unless you killed a whole entire hill, you didn't do it's it. It's not a whole hill. It's uh -huh, part of the guy, hill. Anyway, you. all right, we're going to go see these people. <laughs> Have a lovely evening. Hey, you, you too, man. Uh-huh. Thanks. I actually... <laughs> I like this guy. Please stay here. <laughs> he seems... You say that and he reaches his hand out to you and it's like kind of clumsy. And he's reaching out to you and like sometimes he closes one eye like as he's coming toward you. He says, you can call me Gruff Jim Boarbelly. Gruff Jim. Boarbelly. Boarbelly. You didn't yeah. ever happen My to have... My friends call me Boarbelly. You didn't happen to have an ex-girlfriend named Edith, did you? No, but I like that name. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Hungry, Edith. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go okay. collect our back. Let's make some money. Let's go see if the... Assuming it's what they were looking for. So as you guys all leave Boarbelly's general goods... You walk out into this place, you have a couple of pieces of this rock elemental thing in your hand, and as you walk out, we are going to end our 20th anniversary episode. Arribadetsy, sluts. With Adelaide having her power return. Yes, thank yes. God. Sealeris feeling like he's a part of the group, and Volna finally helping you guys. And finally, a super fucking fun spell, like... Hell yeah. Oh, Ariel's flowers? No, fucking don't Adelaide's know new exactly. spell. Yeah. I know, but like, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, like anytime that anything is moist, she was gonna make that shit into ice. Moist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Leslie, ball bearings on crack. Leslie, uh, question. You said it was, can you spell Ariel's? You said Ariel's? Oh, this is fun. You didn't get her name fully. It's Auril, A-U-R-I-L. I was like, Arwell's flowers? That's literally, I wrote Arwell's flowers. Your patron is Arwell. <laughs> my patron is literally just Arwell. Oh my god. <laughs> I could have helped you so much earlier. <laughs> I'm actually a beautiful woman. A-U-R-I-L-S. Guys, that was the end of our 20th episode. We couldn't be doing this without you guys. Seriously. Thank you so much. Um, you know, we got a lot of really exciting shit going on here at Hit Dice right now. We, for starters, have an official website. If you haven't checked that out, just hop over there, take a look at it. There's some really cool stuff. Uh, there's a little bit of info about each of the players. There's fan art. There is even a store with super reasonably priced items of your favorite podcast. And by purchasing those, you are helping us out. You're helping us grow. You are keeping us on the air. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say we have a lot of momentum going right now. And with it being our 20th episode, it's just really cool to see all the growth and all the support from you guys. And so I just wanted to say thank you. And even though we have all of this momentum, we're still a small podcast. We're still growing. So if you haven't yet, hop over into the iTunes store and leave us a five-star review. It really does make a world of difference for us. And it helps us to get more people on board with this and for us to continue growing as a podcast. Speaking of growing as a podcast and support, Tabletop Loot has had our backs since 
episode one of this silly podcast. Tabletop Loot is a really cool company. They're out there doing great things with charities. They're selling quality dice that we all use at the table and genuinely love. If you want to get a set of those dice, head over there, enter the code, hit DicePod at checkout. You'll get 15% off of anything, even if you get things that aren't dice. They got dice jails now, coffee mugs, all kinds of cool D&D shit. We love to keep this conversation going. We don't want it to stop here on the podcast. We want to connect with you guys. So if you have any form of social media, you can contact us because we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle on all of them is HitDicePod. We are super easy to find, and we only post interesting content. Now that Adelaide has her powers back and isn't totally useless anymore, the group has decided that they're going to chase down this bounty. I'm excited to see if it works out for him or not. I hope you'll join me to see what happens. Catch you next week, adventurers.